Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles S, where we talk movies, music, trading news, games, sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and I'm joined... Nothing, nothing for you this week, Cleon. Nothing, nothing. Bye, Cleon Bewley. Yes, and I've got no rhyme, because quite frankly, at the time where I normally write this podcast up, I've been in Just Kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's been my afternoon, ladies just and gentlemen. On your own, just in the phone play, right? Just yeah, yeah, yeah. I've just been in the ball pond. <laughs> just you, just pushing just kids out me. the way. Get out of me where you little bastard. Bazinga. Right. Um, going back down, going back down. How are you, Dave? How I'm good, you? man, I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm, we oh, had a week. We, we're less than 30 seconds into the podcast, right? This is something I was going to bring up this week. And I've already said naughty word, right? Now, I, I, I've realised over this last week, I've had a bit of a... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? I realise you swear a lot. I swear a lot on the podcast, like yeah, an awful amount. Mm. Like um, Now, do you know what really brought it to me attention? What? When we went for breakfast this week, you swear a lot in public, and I don't. And and I sat there and I was I was ready to go, Cleon, watch your language. And then in my head went, hang on a minute, I'm like this on the show. We're the exact opposite. When it comes to professionalism and broadcasting, you're I'm, I do you do, swear. You do have uh, the odd the odd word every now yep. and then. Uh, but mine, I'm like a fucking sailor. again. See, I'm like can't a, help I'm like a sailor. But when I'm out in public, I'm dead well behaved. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was just give, talking to you. And you don't give a toss. Give it's a like... toss. <laughs> so over the next few weeks I'm going to try and, Do you um, know why I've got... Th- that's work, that is, for me. Is it? I've just got an internal monologue that goes, don't swear, don't swear, don't swear, don't swear, don't well, swear, don't swear. I think what it is for me is, like, the opposite, because I'm not in public and I'm not with people and it's just me and you talking, then I just talk like it's just me and you. Um, and you the, you and see, the foul language comes out. But then you forget that there's, you know, a few hundred people listening to this. Yeah, like, in public, in, I'm just talking to you, I in, don't care. Including my mother. So. Yeah. <laughs> Has your mum told you off for swearing? Uh, she's not necessarily... Because that's both mums that have told you off for yeah, swearing. Yeah, my mum and your mum Both mums well, yeah. have been told you um, off for swearing on this very same podcast. She's not necessarily <laughs> told me off. I just got, I just got, I did get the your language... You got told off by your mum. I got the your language, and I did pre-warn her for the last podcast. I was like, if you do listen to it, there is, I do say the C word once. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) You've been been done by both mums, so you've had to refine your ways. Oh, I've just, it's just it's dawned on me over the last couple of weeks. Like I'll, I'll be just having a normal conversation with like with the missus, and and my language comes out, and I'm like, I don't know where this came from because I never used to be like this. It's just like become a bit more normal. I've got nothing against foul language. Sometimes it's the only way you can you can describe certain people. But just to, in everyday sentences, there's no need for it. I, I nearly got a red card today on a football pitch for Did you? swearing at a referee. Oh, I didn't no. actually swear at a referee. Um, I just said to somebody else, I said, it's obvious the ref's been a... Ah, right, yeah, yeah. Cunt. Oh, you said, see, you said the see. Now I'm going to have to tell me, Mum, that you said it... <laughs> Well, <laughs> it's just for the reference, so you know which word I was leaning towards. So, um, yeah, and I said that, and he... Uh, I'll beep it out. <laughs> he walked over yonder and said, uh, what did you just say? I said, oh, well, I was talking to him, and I said, I think you're being a bit of a... Told him oh, again. Oh, right. He just, he just he was just unhappy. I was yeah. like, the thing is, though, I wasn't saying anything to him. Mm. I was talking to somebody completely independent. If you want me to be honest, mind your own business. <laughs> 
That's my yeah. theory yeah. on stuff. Mind your own business. I'm talking to this guy. If you're listening to me, that's your own problem. But while we're on said podcast, yes, best behaviour. Best best so from now on, best behaviour. And if anybody picks up on my potty mouth, <laughs> feel free to shout at me through the... Uh, if any other mothers want yeah. to tell Dave off... <laughs> <laughs> Shout at me through the aid of DMs. It's fine. <laughs> no, just knock on his door. Just come around, like hitting with Davey. a big plaster. Like, <laughs> paint a fish with mustard and knock, <laughs> knock on his door. And when he opens it, slap the mustard tasting fish across his face and say, "Stop swearing, David." <laughs> yes, I do need to be told. Mm. I need to rein it in a little bit. We brought right. to this last week. Um, do you know what, right? It's been quite a busy week. Uh, Littland's, Littland, we didn't do a podcast last week, did we? No, we no, didn't. So no. This is like two running where they've been every fortnight. Sorry, guys. Um, but it happens. Um, <laughs> There's a lot going on at the moment, just, just guys, happens, like, being honest. It's been one of them weeks where I've had, like, you think you've got nothing to do. Yeah. Because I'm... F- Still furloughed, so you think you've got nothing to do, but um, there's actually loads to do. And Litland's been in summer school as well, so um, I've had to like do school runs yeah. in the middle of summer, which is just weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and the good lady wife's working every hour that God sends. Uh, God bless her. Um, so like, I've been in charge of of of, he- of, of everything, which is fine. Because I've got my own routines, and I know like what I'm doing in the house, and I know how I like to get things done and sorted. Mm-hmm. But then these school runs have just thrown spanners into the works, um, where I've had to you know think more <laughs> and walk more and <laughs> and try and reschedule the day more. Um, so yeah, that's been a bit of a pain. Um, but the the worst thing, <laughs> the worst thing, and the best thing that's happened to us this week, uh, as, as I've, you know, I've already told you, like the uh, the car failed the MOT. Yeah. Now. You, um, you've had a long span of company cars, I believe. Yeah, have you yeah, not? Yeah. It's been quite a while. Yeah. since you've owned. Um, yeah, you, since you've owned a. Bank. I've only owned two owned, yeah. two owned cars, and yeah. I remember one of them. Like how it drove, I've got no idea. <laughs> I didn't own that one. Did you not? No, no, no. I think I was given that one. Oh, okay. Um, so, what we what we generally do, you know, we'll buy a car, mm-hmm. and that's not. Uh, more than a few years old, yeah. you know, within the budget. And it'll run all right for a couple of years, and then every year the MOT comes around and you have to throw a little bit of money at it, keep you on the road, and then it gets to the point where you're balancing, aren't you? Yeah, it's costing like, more money. Is it, is it worth spending this much money on the car, or is it worth getting another one? And eventually you get to the point where it's like, now it's not worth it. So, you know, if it's 100 quid, 150 quid, it's like, that's fine, Let's we'll spend the money, we'll get it fixed. It's good for another 12 months. Yeah. But for 12 months, this one has literally been falling apart, and we knew that it wasn't getting through the MOT. And we've already had thrown a load of money at it this year. Getting where it's parked, know, yeah. leaving its keys. It's, um, <laughs> it's on its way out. It's on its way out. <laughs> so we, we've already spent a ton of money on it this year anyway. Um, some sensors had gone on it and whatnot. Yeah. And it came to the MOT, and it was, that, it was the phone call where they go, right, now... It's failed, but you probably knew that was going to happen anyway. Um, and this is what it's failed on. And it's like, you know, the more dread is kicking in with the more words coming out of the receptionist's mouth. Like, yeah. and, uh, the and then, flux capacitor yeah, the is flux no longer has gone. And, um, so it ended up, it was going to end up costing us just too much money, way yeah. above my threshold and more than what the car's worth. So it was like, right, well, you know, we'll just scrap it it ain't even worth you know trying to sell it yeah um 
it's old, it's old, man. It's like 20 something years old now. We, we forget how old it actually is because it was so in such good nick when we bought it. It mm. was an old company car, yeah. And the guy had retired and he'd only used it to go like to and from work, so it had no miles on the clock mm. and it was it was pristine and he wanted nothing for it he just wanted it gone so we paid like pennies for it um he left it with the garage that he used and it was the garage that we used at the time he knew that our car was on the way out and he said i've got this one and Do it's, you want this? it's only this much yeah um and it was a bargain at the time he owes us absolutely nothing um so we decided you know we're just gonna we'll we can't find the logbook at the moment so we'll we'll just sawn it Park it on a, on, on a drive, and we'll deal with that another day. Let's go get another car. And we've been in this cycle of, like, you know, second-hand cars out the paper, private sales. We've yeah. been, you know, and, and I said, this time, I said this last year, we should go to a forecourt. We should go to a showroom. Yeah. We should get a nice, young, nearly new car. Yeah. Um, you know, something that's going to last, something that's going to be way more expensive than what we've ever bought before. Yeah. Uh, but... You know, you're not going to have to... Pointless buying, cheap buying twice. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you're not going to have to deal with it for five years, you know, because the, the, the car place will deal with it for you for, for the next five years. <laughs> Something's broke, bring it in. You know, it's all covered, you know what I mean? It's, it, we, we're paying a little bit for that, but it's all covered. Doesn't matter, um, it's covered. So we don't have to worry about it. Um, so let's do that. Anyway, we, literally two o'clock, we didn't have a car. Mm -hmm. Half past six, we had a car. Yeah. And both of us were just like, how in God's great earth has that just happened? We only went for a look. Yeah, he um, does. But I saw this car, and I, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, she's going to love that. So I kept walking, and then eventually she turns around and sees it. We go back, and, um, uh, you know, and, and uh, we get the keys. She goes inside, has a sit down, has a little play, has a mess around. And then we go and have a little chat, and then she, um, I have to talk her into taking it for a test drive because she's super nervous. She hasn't driven a petrol manual car <laughs> since, like, 2007. Yeah. You know, she's driven diesels since then, like a diesel manual. For people that don't know, because apparently this isn't common knowledge, if you drive a diesel car and it's manual, when you find the bite on the clutch and you release the clutch, uh, you engage the clutch, the car will move on its own. You don't have to accelerate in a diesel. So... When you're driving petrol and you're doing your clutch and your acceleration, you get that balance between the two. With a diesel, you don't have to. You can just find the bite on the clutch and the car will go forward. I've never actually yeah. noticed that. The only reason I know that is because I learned how to drive in a diesel car and then when I tried driving a petrol, I'm like, why isn't the car moving forward? Um. <laughs> and it's because I wasn't pressing the accelerator. Right, because yeah. I... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then I asked my driving instructor about it, and he was like, oh, yeah, with diesel cars, you just find the bike with the clutch, and the car goes that. forward. So she's gone from, like, Every a day's a school day. petrol manual in, like, 2007 to a, a diesel manual, and then a diesel semi-automatic, and then a diesel automatic. Yeah. So for five years, she's been driving pure automatic-like. So she's a bit dubious about getting into the car honestly it's like bambi on ice for 15 minutes it was hilarious yeah, 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 we yeah, had to yeah, go yeah. find a, a quiet street just so she can practice but it was like start of f1 where they practice pulling off in the pit just <laughs> had to practice pulling off like but honestly i said to her it's just like riding a bike look you'll yeah. be fine she is literally and uh, i know there's the old um jokes about women drivers and stuff like that but she is literally the best driver i've ever been in a car with hmm. my missus she's a fantastic wow. driver 
Beep you too. Um, cheers, she's a brilliant driver. You're a brilliant driver too, Cleon. I'm not the best. Yeah, me. A little bit erratic, but you're a brilliant driver. I'm not, I'm not erratic. <laughs> I just get my attention just gets taken from like birds. Mm. The only downside is if you're doing seventy on a motorway, that's a bad sign. It's very bad. Um, look at that. So yeah, we end up taking it for this test drive. We go back. I'm like, do you like it? She goes, yeah, I like it a lot. I went, let's buy it then. And then when we got home with the car, we both sat down and just went, what the fuck is you? We didn't ask any questions about the car. We didn't ask for any like... You just went and gave me the car, We didn't, didn't ask you? for any service history. Nothing. We just bought the car. The missus likes it. I'll take it. Let's have it. Uh, so yesterday we sat there panicking. like, And then today it all's calm again. Because like, like I say, you know, it's, it's covered. It's got, you know, it's got a warranty. She woke up this morning and it went... Like yesterday morning it went... What colour was that car? <laughs> um, <laughs> and the one thing I will say as well, car salesmen, you know, they get a bad rap for, you know, wanting to just sell anything to you and whatnot, right? But there was three lads, um, and all of them, I think they could all tell how kind of, like, nervous Dawn was because she hasn't driven manual for so long. And, like, just the shock of, like, the car failing the MOT and then being in this situation of... You woke up in the morning. We didn't think we were going to have to be buy a... We didn't think we'd have to buy a car at yeah, the yeah, end yeah, of the day. Yeah, 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 it's all yeah. kind of been thrown at you. And she was a bit like... Yeah, because originally, ladies and gentlemen, I said... David said to me in the morning, because we went for breakfast, mm. you said, oh, the car's going for an MOT. Fast forward... Uh, me getting in at night, I said, yeah. how's the MOT gone? I've just bought a new car. Just bought a new car. <laughs> so yeah. I did go very bloody well. Then, abysmal, <laughs> abysmal. Um, but yeah, she was very rabbit in the headlights. And, and honestly, the three lads that, that were looking after us, I think they could tell, and they were so good with it, explaining everything in proper great detail you know you know asking questions making sure she was all right and it wasn't you didn't get the sense of sell 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 you, yeah. you know they, they were they were they were really genuine really nice they phoned they phoned us the one of them emailed just to make sure everything was okay yeah. um with the car and whatnot left the phone number you know this is the work number and mobile number if you want to get in touch if you've got any other questions one of them's phoned today to make sure everything's okay. It's probably a um, shock. So they just walked in the pick four court, signed this piece of paper, took the keys took the and car walked out. Went down. Um, <laughs> and they're getting it booked back in. Booked back in on Saturday, I believe, coming up, and they're going to give it a full valet and wax and posh wax, he was calling it. Yeah, gonna we get... didn't get a chance to do anything to the car, yeah. mate. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it, we, we, that was like something that Brilliant. happened on Friday that came from nowhere. Um, but like I said to you before we start recording, it's like an upgrade and a downgrade at the same time because yeah. the car's super young and uh, and it's got the mod cons and that we've never had before. Like, you know, something as simple as DAB radio we've never had before. Yeah, you know, which is fantastic. Yeah, Bluetooth, um, screen mirroring from your phone. Which is um, needed. And, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's like manual mirrors. So there's no little button in the middle of the car where you can adjust your mirrors. It's like, Dave, can you just move your mirror for me? Like, yeah, you have to yeah, do yeah, all no, that manual no stuff. Yeah, so yeah. there's a few little manual things in there. We've lost a couple of mod cons, uh, but it's nothing serious. You know, one of the things I did say, though, obviously it's got the DAB and the Bluetooth and all that. And, uh, and I'm sat in the house yesterday and I'm like, Dawn, where's the CD player? And he's like, there isn't one. Why would you have a CD player in a car? Exactly. Why would you have a CD player when you've got the Bluetooth and the DAB? Yeah, but you don't need you one. You don't need one. Um, you're going to get you going to catch like, up now. You're going to catch up really quick. The CD player. Yeah, yeah. Because all of this, like this, 
uh, and all the stuff you need now for things that are five, ten years ago. You don't need anything <clears throat> yeah. to make. You need things to make them work now to make pretty much everything work. Yeah, just your phone. Just your, just phone. your phone. Your phone um, connects to it, and that acts as the router. It does mean that I'm going to have to share my Spotify account now, though. So, well, yeah. I can't. I've got to pay for a car, so I can't afford another Spotify account. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Doc. Sorry, yeah. we've all got to take small mercies here, yeah. and you're going to have to open up your own Spotify account. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I can't, can't afford to pay for two. Can't here. Can't do that. No. Wow. Very good and a very nice car. Um, I've got to say, actually, I've had a look at it as I've come in. Um, and it is a nice, and it is a nice it's very, motor. It's very blue. It is a motor. And I had a minute silence. I had a minute silence for the old car. What? You um, just got really excited. I just remembered like, you something. really need just to tell me something, something right now. What? Um, do you ever nickname your cars? Yeah. Yeah. So, Dawn hasn't nicknamed the car for quite a while, actually. But um, the guy at the garage was like, do you nickname your cars? And because because of what the number plate says, he says, I think you should call it Peanut. And um, and 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 Dawn was like, well, don't really want to call it Peanut because my son's got a peanut allergy. So, um, and we were thinking of names for the car. And now it's French. And it's that lovely, like, Alpine French blue as well. Yeah. Um, so I was like, we're going to have to give it a French name because it's French. Like, I mean, just... <laughs> you called the car, Bo. Just because... It, <laughs> Just because it's French, you can't hold that against us, like. Um, so it, we're gonna have to give it an eye. Anyway, I'm, I'm I'm walking up to Tesco the other night, and I was like, I've got it. I know what we can call the car. And she says, "What?" I went, Benoit. 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 And she's like, "Why Benoit?" Because Benoit is a French name. And she goes, "Why Benoit?" And I went, "Because it's gonna fucking murder me wife and children in repayments." <laughs> Mouth open. She's like, you, you can't call it Benoit. No, so, you're not allowed. No. So I'm calling it Benoit. Um, yeah. yeah because, Mine's called Brenda. Because it's going to kill us. <laughs> Mine's called Brenda. Brenda. Is there a reason we, we're calling it Brenda? No. First name that came in me, I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. Anybody that doesn't get the Benoit reference, just Google Chris Benoit. It's all out there on the internet for you. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised it hasn't been removed, actually. Or off the internet. Because some people, that's what's going to start being commonplace now. They're going to start expunging people. Just removing things. Yeah, because once it's off the internet, you're kind of out. Of, you're not out of history. You're still books, etc. Well, you, you can do that with Google, can't you? You can yeah. request for all of your stuff yeah. to be taken off search results. Like, yeah, um, people. Uh, I'd imagine like Nazis do it in all fairness. Well, like, yeah, I'd imagine know, they do. Weinstein, like. <laughs> wow, there is that. Um, right, what if? What have I got up to? So, this week I've had a week off. Yes, and I've had a week with the boy. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> a few days actually with the boy. Mm -hmm. So on day one we went on a bus, and on day two we went to Ninja Warrior. Ninja Warrior. And it was great, apart from I nearly died. Don't you love that about kids, by the way? What do you want to do today? I want to go for a buzz ride. Yeah, it was dead it's annoying actually. <laughs> I'm not joking you. Wow. Oh, and I went to Slamwich Bar, ladies and gentlemen of Stoke on Trent. If you want to hear a recommendation, go to Slamwich Bar. Why do I? I don't get Slamwich Bar. They do good sandwiches. The sli cl Slamwich like, Club, isn't it? Slamwich Club. They yeah. do deluxe sandwiches. So it's your standard ten pound for your arty farty sandwich. Yeah, I've, I do, I've never been myself, but I know I'll be what. It's artist and bread that's been yeah. punched with the... With a steak knife. Slamwich, <laughs> slamwich uh, seal and been stabbed here with a steak knife and loads of crap's just been chucked on. And yeah. Bit of drizzle. Tastes good though, don't it? Tastes, oh, absolutely <laughs> legendary. But anyway, so uh, we ventured into Ninja Warrior Brilliant and I've got a football match that night. 
So I've said to the young and I've said, oh, are you, are you going, come on, dad? I said, I'll have a little go on this, that and the other in a minute. So, but I just, I actually want to watch you try and do this. So I actually, you know, I've got a bit of interest in watching you see how you get, because it was quite complicated, the course, yeah. and it was high and everything else. And he's five. So I want you to see how he's, because things were moving and he had to run across things and the barrel moves, etc. Mm -hmm. So I'm watching, you know, having a lovely time. Right. Now, in the, <laughs> behind is a bloke and his son. Right. And this bloke and his son has got a, um, he's got like a spandex suit on. Okay. Like, he's head to toe. Well, he's not head to toe, he's neck to toe in spandex. Right. He's basically, I'm not sure why he's got this outfit on, and he's got a headband on with Ninja Warrior on. Is it like he's trying to be some kind of pro? Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like he's yeah, actually yeah, on the yeah, TV yeah. And show or something. And he's doing my head in, <laughs> quite frankly, Dave. So, so all my competitiveness now is a, an ultimate high. <laughs> so I'm, I'm watching this guy, and he's and he's doing like um, he's going woo. Oh God, woo, ladies and gentlemen, woo, yeah, woo. And oh, I'm like, no, if this guy keeps howling behind me, I'm going to throw a brick at him or something. <laughs> I'm not going on Ninja Warrior. So he's booted it at full sprint and gone up the wall, dragged himself up the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah, the big wall, yeah. And then done like a little jump at the end and gone in the thing. So I'm fucking pissed off now. Sorry for swearing. Um, so I've booted it at full speed. I've gone straight up the thing, mm -hmm. hit the thing at the top, gone, eh <laughs> Like Maui, like that. Kind of looked at him as I've walked past. Give him the eye. Give him the eye, yeah. yeah. Yeah, by the way, mate, what are you, 30? You're wearing a full-body condom. I'm in, <laughs> I'm in Hugo Boss head-to-toe and I've just done the wall, so it kind of shows that you didn't need to buy all that outfit. Yeah, so, you went a bit OTT there, mate. Let's just leave it there. All the gear, no idea. <laughs> so then he started scaling the walls. I'm like, oh, he's scaling the walls. So then I've got Ethan jumping on me. I don't want to scale the walls. It doesn't look safe. So then you have to go competitiveness dead. Mm. So what are you scared of if I fall? I said, well, if you fall, mate, there's like them square... There was like a load of square foam Foam things, things yeah. They like blocks, foam blocks. Foam yeah. blocks, and there's like, a, there's like a load of them. So I've said, mate, you could climb to the top of there. Let me show you something, how it doesn't hurt. I'm going to climb to the top of here. And I'm just going to push myself off and I'm just going to fall backwards. Mm -hmm. You're going to hurt yourself. I'm not going to hurt myself because, like I've said, it's safe. No yeah. problem. So anyway, I've gone to the top of the wall and I've pushed myself off into a kind of a Jesus form. Into that, uh, yeah, the Jesus form. Back fall into, backwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. To which I woke up with about 12 people <laughs> around me. <laughs> what the... F now... I'll, I'll give a bit more detail of this. I remember me back hitting the floor. Now, I've never okay. had me back at the floor with that force before. And I thought I'd broke me back. Mate. I genuinely, I remember in my mind going, you've just paralysed yourself. I remember thinking that yeah, actual yeah, thought in yeah. my mind. You've just paralysed yourself. I was uh, paying like head to toe, like every part of my nervous system was going, rrr, 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 rrr. Oh, I was completely sparko out. And I've got one of the parents from Ethan's school standing over me when I woke up. So I've got no idea what, <laughs> I didn't even know the guy and his family were in there. He's just gone, 
are you all right? I went, yeah, you went, you, there was only, so the guys have come over, apparently, Dave, instead of putting seven layers of foam, the foam. there's one. Oh, so wow. when I jumped back onto that one bit of bricks, it was... It just squashed and... One yeah. bit of brick. No, because it's just a one brick. So okay. when it separates, no, when you yeah. land on it, it does that because of yeah, the wind. Yeah, yeah. So I hit concrete. Oh, good God. With a bit of carpet on the top. I, nice. I was El Sparco. And not in a very good mood. And the one thing that really wound me up is the moment I opened my eyes, my beautiful son, and God bless him, went Shane McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> God love him, the little turd. So I, I'm now lying on the floor, and I've gone, oh, no. And, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm not screaming, but I'm... And I'm tensed. Yeah. And I'm... Am I bleeding? Have I got, you know, the taste yeah, of blood yeah, down yeah. the back of your neck and I've put my fingers in me and have I got any, no, there's no blue, blue fluid here, we're all right, <laughs> type thing. I, I check if I've got, if it's a bad injury, I like check weird things. Hang on, feet, feet, feet. Yeah, they're good, they're good, they're good. Back online. And the guy, he's about 17, but so many 17-year-olds around me now, we're all classed as managers and stuff. Oh yeah, there's only one layer of foam. There should have been four layers of foam. And behind them, I can see my son, who's halfway up the wall now, and he's doing his wrestling routine. Oh, good. Girl. Where I know what's coming. Yeah. I know what's coming. He's been trained to do the macho man. He's, I was going to say, he's so going to macho man. He's doing the macho man. I can see him at the top. He's put his hand up in the air. <laughs> Me on the floor, he's gone full on. He's put his he's looped up in the crowd as if he's talking to someone. He's asked the crowd if it's what they want, as if they're waiting for. He's and he's gone full on elbow fist. Sweet Jesus. <laughs> to which I made this noise at the ch at the at, at the force of a three three and a half stone child landing on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> To which all the people, <laughs> God bless them, all the members of staff went, Jesus Christ, little and leave him alone. Oh, my life. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm not getting Ninja Warrior for a bit. Um, as you can see, I'm not very mobile right now. No, um, you were, yeah. I'm very, it's not, I, I now know the difference between a muscular back injury and a nerve <laughs> back injury, because this is full-on muscular injury, mm -hmm. this is bruising. Mm -hmm. And I and I can't move, yeah. and because I've also had football this morning, I really can't move. Yeah. So I've played football. I played football on it that night, and then I played football again today. And oh dear, it is a not a good feeling, Mister Shingler. <laughs> yeah, I've done. I've only funny as hell after. Yeah. Terrifying at the time because I genuinely remember thinking, I've just broke me back. Yeah. Muscular back injuries are not very good. I had one um, not last year, year before. No, no, actually, no, it would have been early last year. And for me, though, it was there was no like I don't know what I'd done to 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 get it. It's just See, that's nerve. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, no, it was. It, I went to the doctor and um, and because I was like, is it kidney? Is it me muscles? Is it me spine? What's going on here? But it was like. You just kind of move normally, as if you're gonna, as if you're gonna move, and you get stopped 
dead in your tracks. Yeah. With the pain, you, yeah. it just stops your dead, doesn't it, with your back? Um, so, yeah, not good, not good at all. It takes the power away from it your legs. takes everything away from you. You just stop dead and... Which isn't good you if you're playing football. what's going on. So, yeah, back injuries, man. It, hilarious if you're observing them, though. Like, yeah, when, I mean... When, when you couldn't get in your car, it was quite funny. <laughs> yeah, don't, 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 get me, don't get me wrong. It, Trying to manoeuvre your way in. It's like, funny as hell now. It's, it's kind of limited what I've done over this weekend, so I've been stuck to things like cinema and yeah. sitting in. Um, which costs more money now than bloody going out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, great, funny as hell. And, and it is a great place Ninja Warrior is. I think it's just... I think all of these big places that are taking on franchisees need to understand that you cannot pay everyone as a 17-year-old. Yeah, You can't have an army of 17-year-olds doing it. You need at least two responsible adults yeah. that are 40-plus, that will run it correctly yeah. and not have a guy walking mm -hmm. around with an accident book. Because the first question he asked me was, did you sign a waiver? And I, in the greatest respects to the young lad, I said, you really need to think about what you're asking me right now while I'm in this pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, all, it's, it's all health and safety these days, though, you know what I mean? In, in any profession. Um, I said, regardless, I signed a waiver kill. I said, but regardless, it's supposed to be one more layer than the one brick yeah, on there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, you dipstick. You know, I was at work once and I asked, um, I asked if I could um, borrow some ladders from uh, from site staff. And uh, I got told I couldn't use step ladders. So these are step ladders, yeah. like only three or four rungs high. Yeah, you've not been um, trained in them. Yeah, because yeah, cause I'd not been trained on how to use step ladders. Yeah. And... And you just look at them and you go, "You mean? Are you being serious here?" Like, yeah. It's I the difference got, between a five thousand pound court case and it's fifty thousand pound court got, case. I've, I got trained in step ladders when I was three. When my old man used to send me but up. Them. Did <laughs> you have a certificate? No certificate. Well, there you go yeah. then. So you, you never happened. Yeah, I had to go. I had to sit in a room and do an online course. And then I could use the ladders. I, I've had to do that. <laughs> I've had to do online. What have I had to do online courses on? Lifting boxes. Yeah. I've no idea why, and I don't think I'll ever have it again. Uh, step ladders done that. Uh, opening and closing windows done in that. Uh, turning on aircon done that. Because <laughs> we had did you just this is true because we had a problem in an office. This is an office with two thousand people flowing through it. We had a problem in an office uh, because every time they went past, because <laughs> it used to annoy the big girls at the front of the office. The salespeople used to jab it up to forty degrees. Oh god. <laughs> In all honesty, I thought it was funny as hell. I sat near the window. So <laughs> <laughs> used to they used to send so taxis round. Hey up now, Jabba's getting hot. Oh fuck yeah. Um <laughs> and things like that, just watching them going, Are you ready? It's good they're gonna get in a temper in a minute. So all that is is somebody's shown their arse at some point at something very little. Yeah. And they've gone, mm, all right then. I've got really fuck you off now. Yeah. Um, See, as soon as you said "don't swear," I've now done nothing. But yeah, swear. I've done it a few times. I wouldn't worry about it. Um, it and it is like you say; it's like lifting boxes or lifting heavy things and whatnot. Like moving, we are, I, I wanted to move some furniture around because we were we were doing a presentation, and I wanted to move some furniture around. And I got told I wasn't allowed to move. Bear in mind, like I'm <laughs> I'm a manager, right? I make the I make the decisions. So, but I got told I can lift a box. I couldn't. <laughs> 
I couldn't move the furniture around. I had to get the the relevant department that's in charge of moving furniture to come and move the furniture. Facilities and it's just like, you do know that if I do that, it's not getting done till next week and I need it done in the next 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so guess who's moving the furniture? Me. And then uh, I'll just put it back after. Nah. <laughs> like, I'm just going to do it. They're looking at them as you're moving every piece of furniture. Look, furniture move. I'm just going to move it. I'm just going to move the furniture. I have, I have got something pressing I want to talk about. Okay. DC's return to form. Yes, we are. We're, I've, I've got a couple of movie things written have down, you? actually. Yeah, yeah. What have we got? Um, well, a very quick one. Um, I've, um, I've gone back on a little bit of a uh, Quentin Tarantino tangent this week. Have um, you? This happened... I love Tarantino. Well, this happened probably around this time last year, in all fairness, or maybe a bit earlier in the year when I was in the lockdown. I remember it happening because, at the time, there wasn't very many streaming services that had Tarantino movies on them. I think, like, Netflix had Reservoir Dogs, I believe. Yeah. And I think Prime had it, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Um, but then the rest of them weren't really on anything. And I've got well, they're down there in the pile there. I've got like DVDs and, and a couple of couple of them on Blu-ray. Bonjour. Um, and um, the problem I had though is I I wanted to, the the big the big tally's in the living room, and you know when everybody's in lockdown, and everybody's at home, you're sharing the big tally, like you know, the kids, yeah, yeah, keeping yeah, the kids yeah, occupied. Yeah. So I thought, well, I'll go and watch them upstairs. I'll chill out upstairs. I'll you know I'll jump in bed, take a brew up, some biscuits. Um, then remembered that what I had upstairs was a PS3. I had the old PS3, which I used to use for DVDs and Blu-rays and yeah. the odd PS3 game, but that broke. So I had nothing to play them on upstairs, and literally, I was like, I swear I've got a DVD player somewhere in storage, like below the dust off it, like an old 1900s book that you've just found. <laughs> what is this relic? Um, so I, I was able to find like the DVD player. Um, and this week, I really fancied watching... Um, Django Unchained uh, yeah, yeah. and The Hateful Eight yeah. which I've got on Blu-ray good series of movies to watch as well and, and the obvious problem being here is upstairs there is no longer a Blu-ray player so I did go out and buy a Blu-ray player because I'm an idiot yes, um, so but once again though when it comes to Tarantino I logged on my Sky account and just but, watched it from there <clears throat> well, well that's the thing that they're, they're not on there they are um, once up once upon a time, Once upon Hollywood, time in Hollywood's on there, um, but I'm sure Django's on there. If it's not, it's been it's been taken. I will double check. I'm sure Inglorious and Django's still on there. Well, Inglorious Bastards is on Netflix now, and it was on Sky, but it was cut down. And Kill Bill Part One is on Netflix. Yeah, and everything else has gone off. I must last year, within a week of me watching them all, Netflix put loads of them up, and I'm like. Brilliant, could have just done that. Um, but it, it, that's by the by anyway. So I've I've rewatched um, Django Unchained and The Hateful Eight, and especially The Hateful Eight. I when I first watched that film, a I was like, it's so long, like it's such a long movie, and then I was like, you hate all of the characters because they're all horrible. The lot of them are horrible, um, apart from Zoe Bell, but. She's not a main character. Um, and, and I remember, like, I only watched it once. And, and admittedly, it was like, um, it was a screener, like a dodgy download screener that mm. I watched it on. So you didn't get the full scope of the movie either. 
and then this time I'm like, I'm going to watch that again, you know, and, and, and I'm going to actually watch it and, and pay attention. Bloody Ackley, it's such a good film. Yeah. It's so good. And the actual concept behind it by way of how Quentin Tarantino shot it uh, on 70 millimeter mm-hmm. and he shot it with Panavision 70, which hasn't been done since the mid 1960s. That hasn't been done since like Ben-Hur. I don't remember the last film that was shot, but it was the mid 60s when them lenses were last used and Quentin Tarantino wanted them wide lenses and he wanted to shoot it on 70 mil. Um, and you know, the, the, his team went to Panavision and they saw these old lenses, like, what are these? And Panavision are like, oh, that's what was used to film this and that. They're, like, super wide. And they, they thought they were, like, relics, like, um, you know, ornaments or something. Yeah. And they're like, well, can they be, can they be used? Can still? they be reused? And, and Panavision went, yeah. It's just that nobody's asked since 1964. <laughs> They've been, been in the shed. They've literally been in the box since then. And since Quentin Tarantino shot that film... Everyone's been um, there. Well, um, Infinity War and Endgame were shot with them, but they had to re... kind of like backwards engineer them for digital cameras. To get CGI and stuff. Because, like, Tarantino shot on film because it's fucking Quentin Tarantino. Of course he did. Whereas them were shot digitally, so they had to be, like, re-engineered to be used with digital cameras. And there's there's been, like, four or five films since then that's that's used them uh, but when you get that first opening shot and you know watching it on blu-ray um i'd imagine in 4k it looks amazing yeah. but even on blu-ray it's it's fantastic and you look at it you go jesus that's a lot of that's a lot of information in in one picture and the whole movie shot that like they're in a small cabin and it's shot in these wide lenses um, the cinematography in it is amazing. The acting is amazing. And, you know, you've got um, Michael Madsen and um, yeah, you've Tim, got the... Tim Roth and Samuel L. Jackson. You know, you've got the usual guys in there. Kurt Russell, who's now, yeah. he's now a usual guy. You know what I mean? Uh, bloody Channing Tatum made an appearance. Which he was made fantastic in Tombstone, though, um, as a cowboy. <clears throat> uh, Kurt, Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah, yeah, Kurt yeah. Russell. He's, he's a phenomenal actor in all that. He's a very good cowboy. Yeah, a brilliant movie, an absolutely brilliant movie. And I watched Django as well, Django Unchained, and I'd actually forgotten how good that film is. It's amazing. It's brilliant. It's yeah. so good. Um, well, Tarantino's best movie by a garden mile. I love Christoph Waltz I, in that movie. I do I as well. I love Christoph Waltz in that amazing. movie. Amazing. He makes um, that movie, doesn't he? And uh jamie fox originally the character should have been played by will smith yep um how do you think that would have worked i've i've actually uh watched the director's round table on this okay um with will smith where he was talking about why he rejected the role so he didn't actually reject the role him and quentin tarantino sat around a table for um, I think it was weeks and weeks and tried to figure out how to work with the character. Yeah. And Will Smith's problem with the whole story was he has to be motivated. Will Smith has yeah. to put his name to something that has to be led by love. He said he couldn't mm. have this love story being a revenge story. It had to be a love story. I've got to get yeah. my wife it's to love, love, love. He says where well, it's more of a re- revenge story. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so it was passed on, um, oh. and it was passed over to what it, what was Jamie Foxx. I think Jamie Foxx is phenomenal in that, in that character. I think he plays it I so well. I think he's a bloody well. good actor. He plays it so well. I haven't seen well. him do many bad roles. 
Um, I think apparently when he first was, um, you know, when they were rehearsing, when he was doing readings and when they first started shooting it, uh, he, he initially started filming in a way that showed his, like, almost power, so to speak. So how, like, him and, and Christoph Waltz are like, they, they put this act on. Um, and, uh, and you know, the Jamie Foxx character, Django, was meant to be this 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 um, kind of, like, powerful position. And Quentin Tarantino had to remind him, you're a slave, and you need to act like a slave. And it yeah. apparently it took a while to for him to get into the character, but once he got it... Submissive, yeah. He bang, once he got it, he was perfect. And every single... I think every single character and every single person in that film just acts their character to perfection. Leonardo DiCaprio was is he's the best so actor in the world. So good. So he's good. He's definitely in the top 5 best actors in the world. In in the scene that always gets spoken about where he accidentally smashes the glass on his hand. That was not part of the film. He slammed his hand down on the desk and smashed the glass into his hand and carried on with the scene. He just carried on yeah he's just put a glass through his hand and he just carries on with the scene yeah but what you don't see and after like, is like Aah! i know yeah once once they call cut and he's off but um he just carries on and when you're watching it because it's one take and he just carries on yeah. with it and phenomenal all three of them them three main characters you know jamie fox christoph waltz and and leonardo dicaprio phenomenal yeah absolutely phenomenal i've forgotten i enjoyed it when i first watched it i I've I adored it this time around. I've film that many times. I, I adored adore it this time around. Um, but it's really put me in the mood to watch more. So, But I don't know what order I'm going to do them in. I think I might watch... I might watch Death Proof next, because I think that's get, that gets a lot of slack. It's his least um, mm. his least um, popular one. Popular's not the word I'm looking for. Uh, it basically flopped, you know what I mean? Um, and... And that's because the concept of Grindhouse flopped as well. So yeah, the I'm, whole thing. I'm flopped. not a fan of um, Pulp Fiction. Oh wow, very controversial. Not a, not really. Doesn't. I mean, I think that's a cinema masterpiece. It, it, <laughs> I, I I understand why it's a cinema masterpiece. Mm. I just it's just not for you. Yeah, yeah no, it's yeah. just not, and it's got nothing to do with the arse raping at the end. It's just not for me. I don't. <laughs> I just think it's a very, very good story. I just think it was very early and being a very good good story. Mm-hmm. I think every single... I think every method has been refined and I think that refinement was summarised in Django Unchained. Yeah, I mean... Because it's exactly the same movie as Pulp Fiction. I think... Um, it's exactly the same movie. And I, and I think, like, with The Hateful exactly Eight... exactly the same movie as Inglorious Bastards. I think with um, with the Hateful Eight, you could say that that is um, super similar to like Reservoir Dogs as well. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, the way yeah, the characters it's... with the characters and whatnot, um, and you know, obviously, you can. What is what is Quentin Tarantino's style? What is it? Has he got a style? Everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Summarises it at the end. Everything's a little bit different. You know, I mean, he's done the samurai film. He's done the western. It's he's, very. He's done the war film, the it, revenge movie. It's very how Suicide Squad shot. Yeah, yeah. You know, where it shows the yeah, thing, and then it yeah. goes three days previous. Yeah, uh, and then it shows four days previous to this, mm. and, and, and it's doing that for the whole time, and then at the end, it summarises where the journey was mm. going and where all these cut scenes and strange things have been doing. I just think in um, 
Oh, crikey. Uh, oh, God, what was that for? Uh, Pulp Fiction. I just think in Pulp Fiction that that method wasn't quite refined, and I don't think me, mm. I, I didn't appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But then it, when Django was done, it was like, wow, you've, you've, you've got the wheel done now. You've created a wheel. It, it took me. I mean, obviously, I was, I was young when Pulp Fiction came out, so when I first watched it, I didn't really understand what was going on in the back and forth and whatnot, mm. and it did take me till I was older watching yeah. re-watching to realize how good it actually was um but you know a lot of people like um don't really appreciate i think jackie brown is a very underappreciated film ah, that's a great movie it's as well. brilliant but because it's not reservoir dogs and pulp fiction it's completely different because yeah. people watching went this isn't pulp fiction yeah too right it's not but it's a completely different film it had commercial um, behind it it's it's brilliant uh, it's such a good movie and <laughs> And it's it's I think it's that film as well. It's Tarantino really starting to show his clout in the business as well. You know, getting yeah, the cast. Someone else's films that I enjoy. That's very Tarantino. Uh, Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can see that. I can see that. Most he definitely. tells stories in a very similar vein. I think the only movies that he's done that I, I didn't really enjoy was Aladdin, that new one with Will Smith. Oh right, I thought he was all right. I just didn't see the point. There's nothing him. Nothing why? overly special. The same you can say that about any Disney movie that why? they do at the moment. Why just... did he keep why did he keep taking the most popular cartoons and just going, eh, let's put a bit of CGI on it? Do you know what they should do? What? The, the best one to do Do good movies. The best one that, to do live action is um, Atlantis. That would be a wicked live action film. Uh, yeah, it'd be bloody expensive. It, but it'd be brilliant. Whereas they've done Jungle Book. No need to do Jungle no Book. No need to do Jungle Book. Mulan was alright, but not really any need Mulan, to do it. No need. Lady in the Tramp was awful. That was shite. <laughs> they even changed the songs. I'm sorry. Dreadful. If you're going to do a remake of a classic, do a remake. Don't do only rewrite a classic. Um, sorry, I was just getting the. You were going through the Disney ones that they've redone that you didn't like. Yeah, all of them. Any of them that they've redone, I don't like. Yeah, I don't. I don't I'm not see the a point. Fan at all. Lion King, no need. Mary need. Poppins, no need. You know what? I always say this about Disney. Um, what is the greatest Disney classic animation ever made. Moana. Make way, make way. It's not. Um, the greatest Disney movie ever made is The Lion King. It's not my favourite. It's not my favourite. But the greatest Disney movie ever made is The Lion King. Is that facts? Is that that's, figures? That's facts. Is that sales? No, that's, that's just me saying it's the perfect. Oh, it's the Dave perfect, says it is the perfect piece of animated cinema ever made. No. The Lion King, the casting, no. the songs, no. the animation is brilliant. It's not my favourite. It isn't. I like Robin Hood. Robin Hood's my favourite. Yeah, is Robin Hood your favourite? Some people don't like Robin Hood. They like, I like Robin Hood. Rubbish. Robin Hood is my favourite. Always will be. Bit of a rehash from Baloo the Bear. Doesn't matter, no. mate. This. Uh, you can pick scenes from everything. Um, oh, you can. Uh, Christopher Robin in, in the Winnie the Pooh film and uh, Mowgli in Jungle Boot. You can put two scenes side by side. It's oh, the same animation. There's loads of it. In this um, yeah, you just turned... I'll tell you what now. I'll be honest with you and all the Disney watchers. What good Disney movie have they churned out over the last 10 years? Think of me question. Ten years. What good I don't know what they've released over Disney the movie? So are we just talking Disney classics? Disney movie. Just Disney stable. Not the stables they purchased. 
So they've purchased no, Pixar. No, I mean, like, so, I mean, yeah, so just Disney classics. Just like, Disney. Yeah. Um, You've done Pixar. From, I mean, I mean, like, you know. Like, like Raya the Last Dragon. Yeah, and like, um, you know, Pinocchio, Snow White, all the Disney yeah, classics. Yeah, 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 Disney. They haven't I, done a good one. I, they stopped. There was a load in the 90s that were awful. Um, I did like, I think, Raya the Last Dragon was amazing. I really enjoyed that. I you know? really, really enjoyed it. I really, I thought it was very good, very good. Um, what else have I enjoyed from Disney? Is Raya the Last Dragon Disney? I'm just checking now. I'll tell you what, there. though, this is me and you sitting here and without we haven't even seen Jungle Cruise. So I think we can, I think it's time yes. to write it. Yeah, Raya yeah. the Last Dragon was the last Disney classic released, um, 5th of March. And before that, was it Moana? Uh, no, Frozen 2. And that was crap. For Ralph Breaks the Internet. That was good. Uh, Moana. Absolutely amazing. Zootopia. I enjoyed that one. I enjoyed Zootopia. It wasn't as good as Moana. Um, Big Hero 6. Oh, Big Hero 6. Oh, it's, it's really good. good. It's really Big, good. It's sad. Are we, are we just proving this theory wrong now? Because yeah, we are. We're completely cocking it up. Keep going. Frozen. No, overrated. Yeah, I think it's good. overrated. He, he defined a generation, mate. Uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah, I enjoyed that I enjoyed one. That too. Winnie the Pooh. Hmm? <gasps> was that that one with you, McGregor? No, that was uh, Christopher Robin. Oh, that was uh, Winnie the Pooh. Um, and the one before that was Tangled, but that that was 2010. So oh, that's that good as well. That's years. good as well. Yeah, yeah we proved this theory completely bullshit, lads. It's when you <laughs> honestly, dude. It's 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 the 2000s. It's when you look at it and we've broken it down over ten years and we've gone, yeah, they've had ten out of ten. <laughs> they had they had a spell in like the early early mid. When Pixar came into it. Where they weren't that good. I mean, movies like Brother Bear, it's all right, but it's nothing special. That was it. Brother Bear came. Home, Home on the Range, another one. It's yeah. nothing special. Chicken, I enjoyed Chicken Little. I only, enjoyed Chicken Little. Only because the character Fish Out of Water I found hilarious. Yeah. Um, but the movie as a whole, not brilliant. Meet the Robinsons, it was all right. Bolt, it was all right. That was crap. Princess and the Frog, that's not too bad, actually. Um, and then Princess and the Frog, the last traditionally animated Disney film. Is it? Yeah, all the rest have been CG. Princess and the Frog was the last one that was traditionally animated. Bloody hell. Yeah, yeah. Um, Could have done a better storyline. And then, um, or was Winnie the Pooh just now? I can't remember. Uh, but then you've got like the, the, you know, the, the big hitters coming then after they, that. Frozen, they... Big Hero 6, Zootopia, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, purchase Pixar. Um, because the company that was coming up behind Disney was Pixar, wasn't it? Well, Disney distributed Pixar. Pixar was the film, was the company. Disney distributed them, and then yeah. eventually, the guys from Pixar and went to work went, for Disney. Oh my god, these are becoming just, quite big. Quite they just quick. bought it, yeah. but they still they still release under Disney Pixar. So Pixar films are still Pixar. Films. Yeah, the brand's still like there, like Lucasfilm is still Lucasfilm. Marvel is still Marvel. It's just that they've got the they've got Mickey Mouse Overlord, huge pair of ears over the top, pumping all the money into it that they need to keep it going. You want under a million? I want it. It's yours. Under a million. Anyway, what did I go watch today on Friday? I went to watch the Suicide Squad. Oh, I know we're, I know we're going to talk about this uh, in some length. So very quickly before we do, the other film I watched this week was The Mercenary, which was Jean-Claude Van Damme's new film. Now, Jean-Claude Van Damme... Have you interrupted the Suicide Squad for a Jean-Claude Van Damme straight-to-DVD stuff? It's very quick. Um, you bet it was the, bloody quick. The, <laughs> An hour and 20 minutes at best. The Jean-Claude Van Damme... The recent Jean-Claude Van Damme straight-to-DVD movies have not been brilliant, admittedly. Um, 
but some of them have been very good actually but um the the bulk of them recently he's not been the lead role um but this one he is the lead role and Jean-Claude Van Damme in this film it's a Netflix original um uh, and it's in French and mm-hmm. then dubbed um in this role he's I think he's now because of his age and he's a bit of a parody of himself. He's slotted into this role perfect, and this is what he should do in every film because it's more of an action comedy than an action film. It's not serious at all. It's more of an action comedy. Um, and I went into it thinking, meh, I love Jean-Claude Van Damme, and I went into it thinking, I'll watch it, and I came away going, that was really good. It's a shame half of Hollywood um, don't love Jean-Claude Van Damme. It's, you know what, um, it's... I think it's definitely worth what action comedy, and that's where, um, that's where he should be now with his age. Yeah, he should um, be. But you know I think I mean? he should have made that move humbly. Like but they're all up here. We can see. Oh, mate, I can, I'm surrounded by Van Damme. It's like a Van Damme fans come in and masturbated everywhere. I've got. Uh, it's best of the best. That's not Van Damme, is it? Yeah. But I do remember that film. Yeah, it's wicked. It's got Chris Penn and Eric Roberts. Yeah, I do movie. remember that film. I do. Good old that was Chris one Pat. of my favourite movies. I Good used to old watch nice that. guy, Eddie. I, I swear that's got a nice pair of boobies in it, that film. Anyway, let's talk about The Suicide Squad and how fucking awesome it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've been waiting for DC to deliver now. The one thing I, 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 I posted on a video um, in regards to The Suicide Squad, I said DV, uh, DC haven't done a decent movie in 10 years, aside from Zack Snyder's. Justice League. I, I, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry. I enjoyed Suicide Squad. The first, the first one. Mm-hmm. I really did. And everyone slated it. And I was, I genuinely, to this day, remember watching that movie going, that's really good. I watched it. And then it. everyone going, oh my God. And me going, I, I'm sorry, but I don't get where you're coming from. This is a good flick. And I did genuinely sit there thinking that about the first one. Yeah. The second one though. Woo. Yeah. It just caught me. It's, yeah. Just caught me off guard. Well we I, I, I started off going, damn <laughs> like the first couple of minutes. And for me I have that reaction of a movie. I, I didn't and we'll touch on the movie just on how I judge a reaction based on my sitting in the cinema. So if I don't move throughout a movie, I'm engaged, but I'm not excited. This movie had me moving. So I had the sitting back, right foot across the knee, yeah, as you do the bloke thing. And then I found myself in various places just yeah. edging forward of the seat and going, hang on a minute. Because you can see where the storyline's going, but you're kind of going... Are they going here? And you know mm-hmm. which part of the story that I'm referring to. Yeah. I could see it coming. I was like, are they really going to do this? Oh, they are. They're, they're really going to do this. Um, and it's everything it says on the tin. The cast finally, finally, Mother Jesus, DC have got a cast together. Um, and that cast was a good, strong one. Yeah. Um, I can see with the list of the cast people up. They had a strong CG team behind them. Mm-hmm. So they didn't have two job placements from Edinburgh University on Prince's <laughs> Trust. <laughs> who were the guys, um, Jock McScreen Plop, 
uh, in Stan with the two Scottish geezers who were running the editing for Justice League, I think, last time. And it was it was a, just a good flick. And, yeah. and it just worked really well. I, w- I have a big criticism about it, but we'll have a spoiler. We won't do the spoilers in this we, one. We won't do the spoilers, no. No, no. That's, uh... I have a, one critic of it, and you know my critic yeah. now, yeah, yeah. because they've, they've done something that they can't undo. Mm-hmm. And you can't undo that now because we've gone past post credits and all that type of crap. Mm-hmm. So we've gone past, and if they've done it for the reason in my mind, I think they're doing it after what happened on the post credits of what you said. Mm-hmm. I'll disassociate myself with it forever. Just um, uh, for the listeners, um, I I watched the movie like a week before um, yeah. Cleon did, and um, and Cleon messaged me saying, "Oh, I'm glad this has happened." To which I replied. You did stay till after the credits, didn't you? And he put, no. To which, in all honesty, Cleon, I, I, I thought to myself, what an amateur. I thought you'd know better than that by now. <laughs> I do I do have to apologise. I forgot that the Marvel guys were producing this DC movie. Exactly. And I thought we were back onto the DC... Back onto the DC So train. you normally get, you get like a, a small animated credits with DC and then a little... After credit, yeah, and then you get the main credits. Then, and then you get the done. main credits, yeah, yeah, which you did get, yeah. But then there was a little but, bit after. Yeah, there's a post post credit, um, which you didn't stick around for. Well, so. Mister can't see me. I bet you goes like this. I didn't. Um, um, fuming. I didn't um, uh, overly spoil it, but uh, yeah, th- there is something post. If you've not seen it, stay post post credits, and, yeah, and there is stay something post post credits. Um, so we watched it in in the build up to to coming out um because the, the kids had seen the trailer and gone what's this because when when suicide squad came out they were quite young so you know they didn't watch it mm. and i said oh it's it's the suicide squad it's part of the dc extended universe they've already done one film this is like a uh, like a sequel um that fits in with the dc extended universe um they've done one in between called uh, Birds of Prey, which yeah. features Harley Quinn. It's not. Right. It's not necessarily a Suicide Squad film, but it's got poor, Harley Quinn in. Poor, poor movie. So we watched Suicide Squad. Uh, like I watched it again, um, and <clears throat> I think Will Smith's good in that as well. Yeah, and the first time I watched it, I was like, "Yeah, it's all right." This time when I watched it, I, I, I went, "You know what? That's a lot better than what." I remember it being. I enjoyed it a lot. Birds of Prey, like you say, like you say, uh, take it or leave it. Um, Simple. The, the fight scene at the end was was all right, but apart from that, it was just uh, not really any need for it. Um, I don't even think like and there's any character development. Like you'd think there'd be some kind of character development for Harley Quinn, but I just, it doesn't need to be there. Um, so we were like, well, you know, now we're ready to watch the Suicide Squad. So we watched it on the on the. Friday it would have been the sixth when it was released on HBO Max, um, and and I was just like remember watching it going wow they've got they finally got it right mm. this was a fantastic film um, but not saying this is the reason why but this is probably the reason why you've got James Gunn directing it. Who directed Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, but um, he, was a, he was a fantastic director before Guardians of the yeah, Galaxy. Yeah. That's why he got the gig. Um, you've got Idris Elba, 
who was part of that Marvel team, you know yeah. what I mean, is, is one of the main... Idris Elba's a bloody good actor He's anyway. He's bloody good in that movie, very, this movie very, very as well, anyway. guys. And then you, you can look at this uh, this as well, which is something... I actually saw it online and I didn't really think about it, how James Gunn once again has made us fall in love with a CG character that barely speaks. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's done it with Groot, Groot. and now he's done it with... Um, uh, King Shark, King Shark, uh, who uh, who is played by Sylvester Stallone, and he's brilliant. <laughs> he's brilliant, um, and he gets big stars to play these one lines. These one characters. Line, yes. um, Vin Diesel plays Groot, doesn't plays, he? Yeah, Vin Diesel plays Groot. Um, Taika Waititi's in it as well. Who, yeah, who yeah. Had, you know he directed um, Thor. Did he direct Suicide Squad? What What was his hand in it? Taika Waititi. What, the first one? No, in they... Suicide Squad. What was his hand in this Suicide oh, Squad? Oh, he, he played... Who's it? I know, but what was his role? Didn't he have, like, an executive producer role? Was he oh, not I've giving... got no idea. The, there's um, no way he just appeared as an actor in that. As an extra. Like. As an extra. Um, no, I've got, I, don't, I've, I honestly don't know whether he had a, a producer's role. I bet he's had a hand um, in that somewhere. Um, he stunk a Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> And I think that's why it's lovely. It did, it did. did. It's it dead colourful, isn't it? It, doom, doom. it was, it was, it was everything that, eh? It was the first, re, it was the first iteration of a comic book turning into a movie. Yeah. It was the only yeah. iteration I've ever seen of a page-turning comic being produced onto the film. Um, and it was really cleverly done as in cinematography wise as in uh, musically it was it was 10 out of 10 musically as in when it was the next scenes the he led up to the scenes perfectly like when it was uh suicide squad versus i'm not going to say and give away the giggles but when it kept leading up to you know uh, i forgot what the what was the alien called something the conqueror and we hadn't heard oh, yeah, his name, yeah. and, he, and it just comes up, Suicide Squad versus such and such yeah. a conqueror. Yeah. He has the venue and stuff across the yeah, bottom, yeah, yeah. and the date and kick-off time, and just little things like that were really intelligent in the takeaway that giggle from the children, and they put the giggle with the comic book nerd yeah. who's 40 years old sitting watching it, um, yeah. which to me... Every ten minutes, there was a reference to mm -hmm. either a joke that I think children wouldn't have understand understood because it was too old, and yeah. a, a nod to the former DC comics. And yeah. it, it was just a really good film, but the first time, in my opinion, that a comic book has been projected onto a screen. Mm -hmm. Infinity War went from that to a war a war epic. Mm. Infinity War for me yeah. is just a war epic. Yeah. And that's what it is. That's mm -hmm. it's a war epic. It's the world's going to war, etc. Um it's kind of saving private Ryan epic film, Infinity War is, whereas mm -hmm. Suicide Squad stays true to its root. Okay. And remembers it's a comic. Yeah. One of the things you said earlier about like when we were talking about Tarantino, um, is not only with like the the back and forth, like three days earlier and stuff like that, yeah. but if you look at like like uh, opening credits, things like that, yeah. there's you can almost see you can you can almost see like Tarantino influence 
in in the way like the opening credits come up and the way that the cast are walking towards the cameras and yeah and, and things like the um you know suicide squad versus dum 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 like the poster things come up yeah. it's, that is something that tarantino would do in, Very in his films um you know a lot of influence there it's it's such a good film you know i would encourage anybody that's kind of walked away from dc movies to go and check this out yeah. or even if you if you're not a, like a comic book movie fan just go and watch it anyway you know what i mean it's, it's if you're it's, an action movie fan if you're an action movie and fan, you yeah. like a comedy as well and it's rated 15s you know here in the uk it's rated yeah. 15s you know it's not a chi- it's not a child's film you know in the american teenagers, probably 40 plus yeah teenagers will love it you know what i mean yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a little bit naughty you know, where teenagers go, oh, it's a bit naughty. Um, you know, and it's, but it's not too mature. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's a good all-round rated 15s action film. Great characters. Uh, Michael Rooker, another one that I forgot about. I've just seen him here, who played um, Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. He's in it as well. Wow. Well. Uh, well, yeah. Um, I noticed something about all the previous Marvel characters. Well, 90% of the previous Marvel characters were in this movie. Yeah. I did notice that happened very mm-hmm. quickly on. And I did kind of go, <laughs> well done. Not, not <laughs> of you. Well, well done, guys. Well done. It's a great film. And I'm so happy that... The Rat Catch is an excellent role yeah. as well. I think they I'm, did that well. I'm so happy that I can sit here on the podcast after going, after so many times saying, look, I'll watch them. We're retiring the podcast you know after I mean? today. Yeah, we're done now. We're done, we're done now. Finish on a high. Just before the Batman comes out. It's like the first time I played Yu-Gi-Oh! with my son and I won. Do you and know? I you know played again. I'm <laughs> not looking forward to that film. Which one? Um, the Batman. The Batman. Robert Pattinson. Is that and part I think, of the I, DCU? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it is. It's Batman, you pillock. Yeah, well, Joker's not, Joker, yeah, but, but that's not part of the DCU. Yeah, but the Batman is the DCU. <laughs> no, I'm going to mean, because it might not No, it's be. part of the DCU. It's not listed. It'll be part of the D. De- well, yeah, it's got the Penguin in. It's got Batman. It's got Catwoman. Zack Snyder, Suicide Squad. Oh, future films. So yeah, future it's, films. It's got Penguin in. It's got Black Joker in. It's not. Of course, it is. No, it's not part of the DCEU. Oh, chain the of EU. films. The no, DC it's not part universe. of the EU. No. Um, we've got Black Adam, The Flash, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, and Shazam: Fury of the Gods. They're the f- they're for movies. DCEU, yeah. They're the movies the coming future. So the, new... the Batman yeah. isn't. Yeah, because he's a new what's the name? Yeah. Because mm. they started the Batman up again, didn't they? It might be good then. I know, but oh, I'm God. very, very worried again now. This is the problem with DC. Every time someone picks up the baton for Batman, we always think, "Don't do fucking George Clooney. Don't do a George Clooney. Bat nips. Don't do a George Clooney. Don't do a George Clooney." And that's the problem. And this is the difference between DC and, DC and Marvel. Marvel have done it well once. Yeah. Yeah. That's they, it. They got it right. Once. They didn't get it right the first time. I'll show you Spider-Man movies and uh, all types of well, weird no, Iron Mans. And we, that's, um... we can go through loads of Marvel crappy B-movies that have been out over the years. But that was Sony, wasn't it? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's the Marvel characters. There's still but... been Marvel character crappy B-line yeah. movies. We've yeah, had four been... movies before. Dude, do you remember the, you remember the late 80s, early 90s Captain America? Yeah. <laughs> um, in fact, there is a video down there, you can't actually see it, I don't think, uh, of, of 19... 
60s uh, Spider-Man films, which are just horrendous. I love them. Um, There's an actual guy who's good at karate in a Spider-Man <laughs> suit. In, he's... in spandex. It's that guy from Ninja Warrior. Um, <laughs> yeah, making, doing this. Um, yeah, them, them Sony... Uh, you can't really... Them Sony Spider-Man movies were all right. I know, but it's mm. got to be hard if you're doing one character, i.e. Batman. There's only one. From the... From the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there's only Iron Man that wasn't put out on Marvel films. I think that was Paramount. And then they started Marvel films. Well, Marvel was bankrupt pretty um, much before Iron Man. Yeah, they started Marvel films after that, but that is still part of the... Um, yeah, that's true, that it's is. Like, it's like the, Incre the, the Incredible Hulk is part of the, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The one with Edward Norton. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because at the end of that... Um, but it's the licensing thing. Robert Downey Jr. comes yeah. comes at the end of that. It's not the licensing thing at all. No, it's the movie licensing, so Mar it, Marvel don't have the rights to it. No, but, in the, but that's not the reason Edward Norton's not on board, though, no more. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's, he fucking hated the film. He hated, he hated he it. Hated, no, I just mean... The, he the, hated the film, Disney and everything. Yeah, he, he, I, I just mean that the reason that it's not on Disney Plus is because they haven't got the rights to it. They don't have the rights to, yeah, yeah. to, to, to uh, The Incredible Hulk. And that's why it's not in any of the box sets. That's why it, they just don't... I can't remember what that was out on. It wasn't Fox, was it? No, because Disney, Disney have got Fox now, haven't they? <laughs> Otherwise, it'd be on there. Well, yeah. there, there was a, there is a very there's a similar problem with that. Edward Norton as there is from that guy who was in Iron Man One, who was replaced by. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. He replaced by Don Cheadle. Yeah, um, they basically one. He wanted more. Wanted, cash. He wanted more money to and be more screen time. The same level as Robert Downey. Can't Jr. remember his name. Uh, the actor. Can't and because he bought in Robert Downey Jr., he thought he should have been given more money. Um... Yeah, he wanted more money and more screen time from what I remember, and they just went, no. Should have just shut <laughs> up, mate. Got a Should have just shut up. Oh, I don't know. Um, snitches get stitches. Do you have anything to add about the Suicide Squad? No. Do you want to talk football this week? No, but what we do have, listeners, is we do have exciting times coming up in the way of football. And even though it is the start of the Premier League season today, and Newcastle have been thrashed for two, I do have all the results. Up. Yeah, yeah. After taking two one up, me and David have got some very exciting video content coming, um, and some really exciting news. And it's partly the reason why we didn't podcast last week because I couldn't stand, <laughs> and it was just due to the fact of. <laughs> A family do of a Saturday night, football all day Saturday, football all day Friday, because uh, I do it with various teams and stuff, and football most of the week, and then it got to the Sunday, and I think I said to you, didn't I, I, I just want to sit down, Yeah. and I just didn't want to leave the house, but we're all recharged, we're energised now, and we've got some exciting news coming. I will touch on the football very briefly, though, because I can't help but talk about it. Mm. So, the Premier League kicked out on Saturday, 16th of August, or two days ago. Yeah, there we go. I've, I've not broke the fourth wall. Uh, with some standout performers. So, I'll give it you the standout performers across the Premier League. So, Man United were the first up, and they completely creamed Leeds 5-1. Same with Now, true test of form by Paul Pogba, coming back, um, getting three different, getting four assists, sorry. 
Bruno, Bruno Fernandez. I'll get my teeth in. Uh, getting his hat trick, uh, Greenwood and Fred. Leeds just out at sea. Standout performance, Chelsea 3, Crystal Palace nil. Patrick Vieira, the new manager at Crystal Palace, straight away uh, 3-0, no goals scored. That's a worry straight away. Watford 3-2, Aston Villa, uh, the team that Jack Grealish has just left. And a little bit of a nod towards Liverpool, who beat Norwich 3-0, and Virgil van Dijk came back after having 10 months out from a ACL. Uh, replacement mm-hmm. and rip. I can't try to explain to people how difficult it is to start playing football after you've ripped a ligament or broken a leg. It's the most trippiest, nervous thing yeah. on planet Earth because wherever you go, the ball and a bunch of players seem to follow you. <laughs> no yeah. matter where you hide, yeah. it chases you around the pitch, so you might as well front it up and get on with it. Well done, Virgil. Uh, in the championship. Sorry, just before you move leagues. Yeah. Are we going to touch on Brantford Arsenal? Or... Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, was that Saturday? That was Friday. That was Friday. Sorry. That was the it's first it was game. The Friday, the yeah. first game. Arsenal were back up to true Arsenal fashion <laughs> and lost two 0 away to Brentford in the local. Dark. What the flip? We will go into this more onto detail as we're going to look more of a, a centric conversation around football. But this is part of my belief that all not great coaches make great managers and not all great managers make great coaches. Mm-hmm. There's a very, very big line between trying to get 11 uh, men up for a um, up for battle than there is to coach 11 men to be ready for a starting point. You've still got to have that conversation, and it's a sign of the mentality when it's the first game of the season. You already know what's going to happen in the first game of the season, Dave. It's their first game of the season in the Premier League. Uh-huh. So what do you think the crowd's going to be like? Rowdy. Rowdy. Rowdy as <laughs> Brentford's never been in the Premier League. Yeah. What do you think the crowd's going to be like? Yeah. So what's job number one? For for Arsenal. For Arsenal. Yeah, kill the crowd. Kill the crowd. Kill yeah. the crowd. So for the first 20 minutes, knock it long, go in the corner flags, press it up, let's take the wind out of them. Mm-hmm. They've never played in the Premier League before. Let's push them back. Instead, what they do is this newfound crazy football tactic where the centre-backs come in the six-yard box and start passing it round from the goal. We <laughs> do this on a Sunday and Saturday. I said to one of his players, I guess, what are you doing? He goes, oh, I'm, I'm receiving the ball off the keeper. Why? I've said we're 3-2 up and there's four minutes to go. I've said, can you mind if the keeper punches it up the pitch as far as he can, please? <laughs> I said, stop it. He says, I know, well, we have to, we've got to get possession of the ball. I've said, when you're a Premier League player, you start getting possession of the ball. I've said, but the rest of the team don't know that you're playing from the back. Mm. And that's the problem with Arsenal. They seem to be all over the place. They don't seem to be a cohesive unit. Um, and he got smacked. However, on the same day, Rangers kicked in their uh, league title defence. Oh, sorry, on the Scottish League Cup, won did firmly 5-0. So it's got nothing to do with fried bread. Um, <laughs> it just came up on my eye line. Um, and today, sorry, I forgot all about Arsenal. And today, Newcastle, after taking the lead against West Ham, ended up getting spanked 4-2. 
uh, Wilson and Murphy on the goals for there. And Man City are currently losing to Tottenham. Um, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And that's Man City. We, we've got to have a football download because we've had transfers. We've had all manner of things. Jack Grealish has moved for £100 million to uh, Man City. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I loved watching that video because he tripped up a little bit in his uh, sliders. And I remember watching it going, you don't be wearing sliders on that type of floor. And then he kind of, he, he, he tripped, but it was only from his waist down that he tripped. It was like a duck. <laughs> like, the bottom half of his body was completely independent from the top half of his body while he was getting his, while he was restoring his balance. Do you get what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. He was walking with the struts. And Jack Grealish is a handsome chap. He's, he's walking he's a, with yeah. his hair back and... Winds blowing in his face. Looks a bit like Kieran Hartley and Bandit like Beckham. <laughs> With the Alice band. Yeah. <laughs> I like an Alice band. I've, I I've, like I've an done Alice band, band, done band in haircuts. I've done the Alice band air. It, Actually, if you think about it, Dave. Actually, I'm a bit of a transatter. Well, yeah. You normally just uh, you're you're a year ahead of yourself normally. Like top knot. You've done top knot. Everyone. Yeah. No. I did Ali Spand when we were doing push ups. You did do Ali Spand, yeah. Jack Grealish. Mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going with bald. No, yeah, bald. Um, now bald. Not for too long, though, because all that's going to happen is Botox and plugs. <laughs> now I'm going to embrace the bald. I must have, I was looking at the bald patch. You yeah. are on your own. Yeah, I'm going to embrace this. I've, I've always said own. that. I've not. I've got no. For me, I've got no issues in going bald whatsoever. Like once it happens, front of the mirror shaving your head. Yeah, well, <laughs> once it happens, it happens, and I've got a bit of a weird shaped head, but that's fine. But um, you know, me, uh, me barber Sean up at Sean back inside, he does cutthroat head shave, <laughs> so he'll do a cut, nice cutthroat head shave, and then you just grow a ZZ top beard. You make up for it on the other side of your face. <laughs> Massive ZZ top beard. You're going to be like one of them guys with the Rocky t-shirt on, bald head and the massive beard. Massive beard. <laughs> Platted if you want, Platted whatever. beard. Loads of conditioner in it so it's not wiry If you shit. plait your beard, I'll support the beard okay, idea. Cheers, You've got to plait it though. Yeah. And then um, I can grow like the Tony Stark thing. Yeah, on here. yeah, the Tony Stark. Yeah, because we're getting 50 now. So with a little Lou Bega tash. With like. a little Lou Bega tash yeah. and I can go the Tony Stark route. And mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to embrace the ball. Roughly the it's right fine. size kind of yeah. hair for Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. I could pull that off. Yeah, definitely, most definitely. Um, local football, the last two weeks, uh, we had a Stoke win and a Stoke draw. Did we? And we've had Vale lose and Vale draw. Yeah. And Vale got a red card in the first game as well. Um, so Stoke are probably sitting, I don't know, mid. Vale don't kick until the last mid three top. months in all fairness. Yeah, and, and Vale are mid-bottom. Um, they don't start that's yet. That's, that's they only got to start when they want them Robbie Williams tickets. That's yeah, that what I was talking about. <laughs> there was a bit of controversy at Vale ground yesterday. They couldn't get the fans in. Apparently, it's the, it, um, they were not expecting that many fans to turn up and um, they couldn't get them through the gates quick enough. And there's loads of fans waiting outside because they just couldn't get them through the turnstiles. I love that. It I was, love it when things like that happen. It was like a record-breaking capacity. <laughs> How many did they get? I've got no idea. I've just read it in passing, like, but uh, apparently it's the largest crowd they've had for years and they couldn't get the fans through the turnstile quick enough. Wow. <laughs> Game had kicked off. People are still trying to get in. I remember that place bouncing. Yeah, me too, man, me too. 
Well, you know, I wasn't a huge fan, but I was there between in the nineties. Between eight and twelve thousand, weren't there all the time? Yeah. You used to look up at the screen. No seats, all standing up. <laughs> I remember the Stoke game in Lawn Street uh, when we won three-one in the rain, mm. and I there was no roof. Yeah. No. Yeah, roof. yeah no roof. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the only days, football man. match I stood next to my mum. Uh, all game. Yeah. And me owed just being pissed off. <laughs> Oh my God, this is raining, but this game of football is amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember them days, remember them well. 3-1, um, tinfoil. Like, um, <laughs> like um, Cleon said earlier, we are currently working on um, video content uh, with regards to uh, uh, football uh, updates um, from, uh, I'm going to say from the Paros, but this is Cleon's going to be orient- or orientating this. Like, um, mm-hmm. so you know, nothing in the immediate pipeline, uh, but keep your eyes out for that. We will update everything on, on social media when the, when these new things come into play. Oh, it'll be done easy in two weeks. Um, okay, uh, it'll be done easy in two weeks. There you go, that's we'll an exclusive. We'll have, <laughs> there'll definitely be uh, three interviews done in football in the football side, definitely launch within two weeks. Cool. Um, um we just haven't spoke yet. <laughs> what, what I, uh, what I will say is, is the the YouTube channel is being used more now than it ever has been. So, if you go to youtube.com forward slash David Shingler's List, it's not an egotistical name. It's just a YouTube channel that I've had for years, um, and I you don't know, want nobody else. I love you. Do you know what, Cleon? Right. <laughs> when when I first I'm gave messy, man. <laughs> when I when I first gave the YouTube channel that address, that's when any YouTube channel could have its own personal URL. And now uh, you yeah, can't. can't. You have to have. I think it's a minimum of a hundred subscribers. And our our the Shingles YouTube channel is never used. And it's still, even though it's old, it's in its infancy. And it's only been over the last maybe two to three weeks. Mm. I've, I've actually strongly started using it. Yeah. You know, we, we used it since the, the relaunch of the podcast. We were putting podcast episodes up there and whatnot, but I wasn't promoting it. You mm-hmm. know, they were just there. If people wanted to, to find it, it was there. Yeah. And it never got used properly. Um, it, it, never, it never got promoted. But now I'm starting to use it, coming out of my comfort zone and moving over to YouTube, putting content on there weekly. Um, but I'm also in a position, because the, the rules changed, I can't change the URL. So for yeah. now, it's still youtube.com forward slash David Shingler's List. But if listeners to the show could head over there and give us a little cheeky subscribe and just get them numbers up just a little bit for me and then I can change that URL and we can we can get it in with the rest of the branding. Um, so we will update you on social media whenever anything goes up onto the YouTube channel. Uh, as we do with the podcast feed, we update you on social media as well. So be sure to follow us on all of our social media. On Facebook, it's facebook.com forward slash Shingler's List Podcast. On Twitter, it's at Shingler's List PC. You can follow me on Instagram, Shingler's underscore list. And you can follow me on Twitter, Shingler's underscore list. You can follow Cleon on Instagram, it's KLBewley5. And on Twitter, it's at KLBewley. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts from. 
We're available on Apple Podcasts. We're available on Spotify. We're available pretty much wherever podcasts are available. If you've got any trouble finding us, just drop us a message on any of the social media platforms, and we will make sure that you can listen to the show on your desired preference. You guys are awesome, and we will see you next time.